Welcome to a teaser episode of this week's Datology Coach podcast. To listen to the full episode, subscribe to our Substack at datologycoach.substack.com. Look for a link in the episode description to subscribe at 20% off. It's important that I note, if you haven't listened to the episode from two weeks ago, that we got a letter from a woman who was asking, um, well, she wasn't really asking, should I include that I'm a model in my profile? She was more saying, I've noticed this since I've added that I'm a model to my profile, in addition to being a computer engineer or a software engineer, um, that it just, you know, seems to bring out guys' creepiness. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the letter. Uh, so here's the follow-up. In regards to my profile, could it also have been the case that these guys were just trying to neg me to get me on their perceived level? After connecting, we would get to talking and the conversations were so underwhelming and there was no substance to anything that we talked about. So it is worth mentioning that they didn't compliment my appearance and they seemed unimpressed with anything that I said about what I do for work. One of them asked me to hang out and another one gave me his number so I could text him. I unmatched with both of them after Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. When I go on dates, the guys will generally say something like, oh, people are going to wonder if I'm just rich, if I can pull someone like you, or can we walk to dinner? I want to be seen with you. Are you dating Jonah Hill? (laughs) Um, Follow up. Uh, There's there's also a guy that I matched with who lives in the same building as me, and our texts got overtly sexual. Mm-hmm. I see him on the rooftop pool and he texted me saying he wants to see me in a bikini and that I make him blush. So my point is, does it even matter how you present yourself uh, in terms of whether or not men around you will respect you? Um, I mean, not really. <laughs> Like this is what we what we deal with, you know. But they do they they take everything as an open invitation. Like, oh, you posted a picture of yourself in a bikini, or mm-hmm. oh, that means I can talk about your body. That means that you know you're okay with me saying X Y Z. And this is what I mean. Men suck at boundaries, and men take everything as an open invitation. And the fact that we have to like control that, it, it's just like we don't have enough to do. Right? Do you know what I mean? Like we don't have enough do. to do. Um, so do I think they're negging you? I mean, I, I think some, some will, and that's because they're insecure and they need to bring you down. Like you said, mm-hmm. others are just dumb and awkward. I, yeah. I was going to say, it sounds like maybe they really just are that bland. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I think they just, they, they just don't know how to talk to women in general. Yeah. That's yeah. it. I mean, and they might be bad conversationalists because they are boring they don't have anything going on right um yeah i mean the extremes that you mentioned here like i think are actually pretty common right from like oh these these guys seem totally disinterested like even borderline rude and then on the other end of the spectrum like you know they're like pepe le pew right just just a caricature of lust right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i mean that's I think fairly typical of a lot of women's experience dating. Yeah. You'll find that middle ground. Yep. You will. You will. It's not you. It's it is not. 
No, it is not. Sarah. And since it's not you, I wouldn't even bother trying to figure out like, oh, what's what's their what's their real motivation? I think I think they're telling you their real motivation. Yeah, they are. They're putting it out there, I think. Yeah. Because they think that's that you're you're giving them the green light. But they just don't understand. Right. They're telling you who they are. It, like that's why I say keep the keep the picture in there. It'll tell you who they are right away. Yeah. Help you filter out the losers. And there will be a lot. And there will to be. be fair. Yes, there will yeah. be. But that's not your fault. No, it's not. We're seeing a theme. Yeah. Not your fault. <laughs> we really are. Right? It's not Sarah Brady's fault. It's Jonah Hill's fault. Um, <sighs> and it's not this person's fault. All right. Sarah. Yeah. It's time. It's time. And just like that. Just like time. that. It's time. Uh, so what are we at? Episode five. Five. I feel like we haven't really gotten anywhere. <laughs> like, this episode truly did feel um, three hours long. It, it yeah, Jesus. But you know, here's the thing: I figured out like we hate Che <laughs> because we all know a Che. We've worked for them. We're related mm. to them. We've dated them. We. And that's why there's such a visceral reaction to them. There sure because is. Che, che is a manipulative, self-obsessed, egomaniac, narcissist. Yeah. We all I mean, know truly. this person, right? <laughs> truly, everything is about Che. So, okay. The beginning of the episode, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I don't know if this happened for what happened first, but let's since we're here, Miranda gets up, bangs her knee on a piece of furniture in the bedroom because it's like mm. five o'clock and she wants to go home and make Brady breakfast. And she bangs her knee and Che, and this is how you know Che is a fucking narcissist. Che rolls over and like yells at Miranda. Right. Right. Not, right. oh, are you okay? Right. Because why, <laughs> why would they display or express any form of empathy right <laughs> because yeah, narcissism... why do that when you could be angry about being inconvenienced <laughs> right about being woken after a long night of weed smoking with your right. friends right so what where do you have to be Trey? if i could calm down right so um there's that so th- we saw that and we see miranda like apologetic about it right <laughs> Right. I I can't she really is the carry to chase big. Right? right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean maybe geez. eventually, I mean, I don't I don't actually want to see this, but you know, the the Miranda Che dynamic got me thinking about the episode where Carrie Punch is big. Oh god. Yeah. Which again I, I don't want to see happen between Miranda and Che. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just just got me thinking about it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh miranda leaves goes home uh goes home to make brady oh can we talk about what the, the well, pancakes i mean the whole thing like i think we say every week at this point now che is insufferable but so is miranda stop babying your adult son yeah well is she babying him or yes. is she <laughs> nah, but, but but she said it last week i'm the one that broke us so is she dreaming him or is she trying to, you know, he's in therapy and he comes home to me. He's like, everybody's breaking up. Like clearly this split is fucking with him. 
and she's yeah. trying to do what she can to make it right. Yeah, it's just swing and a miss, I think, on all counts. Really? Yeah, swing and a miss on all counts. Now let's move to Carrie. <sighs> this bitch. This bitch. <laughs> this fucking bitch. Get out of the bike lane! <laughs> Get out of the bike lane. Get out of the bike lane. So uh, she ends up having like a head-on collision with Mr. Olivia Benson, because we all know who he is. Right. Mm-hmm. That's Mariska Hargitay's husband. Okay. Peter Herman. Okay. Mr. Olivia Benson. And yeah. <laughs> he's a complete dick. Right. Like he's a granted. She was an idiot, but she's standing there and she feels terrible and as terrible as, as Carrie can feel. Exactly. And, and he's like, uh-huh. Well, as long as it's not broken, like just being just being nasty. And I understand like he was hurt and he hurt. His, he was in pain. I get it. But I just thought what about that is appealing nothing like that's what you saw and then you see him in urgent care and he's still kind of a dick well yeah i mean nothing nothing about him is appealing until carrie figures out he's not a poor right (laughs) Uh uh-huh okay all right and then suddenly she's wet she's ready to go right (laughs) because as soon as they did the thing with the credit card i'm like oh they're gonna say he's in like deep debt and Carrie, knowing Carrie, oblivious, lack of boundaries, Carrie. And, but also, but also, uh-huh. Carrie, who was completely financially irresponsible. And the only reason why she's in the situation she in is because her husband fucking kicked it. Yeah. Oh, see that? Okay. That is, that is, Yes. That is right? the point that needs to be made. It is not the point I thought you were going to make, which is this. <laughs> Carrie ostensibly is waiting around in the urgent care, which first of all, she claims not to understand because she doesn't live in our America. Mm-hmm. She's like, I thought urgent care was going to be fast. What the fuck? Right. Anyway, everyone knows it's not, but mm-hmm. okay. Um, carry on, Carrie. Uh <laughs> She claims that she's there because she doesn't want to get sued. And then she sees two credit cards get declined and she like willfully looks away instead of offering to pay, which she's saying is like what she's there for anyway. Right. Which she should have. She should have. She's like, I'm I'm here in case someone drags me literally kicking and screaming Mm -hmm. to do the right thing. Right. Right. But short of that, I will ignore this man's suffering. Right. She's more concerned with, is he broke? Yeah. Right? And so... Right, because she's worried he's going to sue her. Right. So, um, no, that's not... I don't think that's why she's worried if he's broke. Uh, It absolutely is. That's what she says on the phone to Seema two times. (laughs) And then, I mean, you could tell what the writers were doing, right? Like, they were trying to gin up some chemistry. But truly, she was only interested the minute she stepped into his apartment, which is also fucking stupid, because she got his address. So she knew he wasn't poor. Uh, Probably, yeah, probably. But also, (laughs) when she returns to his apartment with the soups, with the food, Mm -hmm. this just in. Nobody just pops in to somebody in new york who lives in new york we don't do that he did say it was weird which i right? appreciate like 
we we don't do that. I have a I'm friends with my neighbor on the fifth floor. If I want to talk to her, I text her before I go upstairs. I text you before I call you most of the right, time. Right? Like we don't <laughs> it's do fucking that. rude. We, it's rude. <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Like no. this isn't the fifties where everyone's like, "Hi neighbor, hi neighbor." No, we're all very mistrustful. <laughs> especially here and this is why another reason why i would never let like a dog owner into my apartment because that's why it's weird because you don't let people into your space that's just this is just this is just how i think a lot of people are but certainly how new yorkers are where it's like the space is so small anyway it's like i don't want more people here well the fact that she committed his address to memory (laughs) (laughs) went there went there um yeah it's it's creepy for sure right. you know what it reminded me of actually a lot that episode of girls where lena dunham kind of squats with that um oh, Patrick that Wilson. guy in the middle of the divorce yeah Oof. and Patrick she's like Patrick i just Wilson. wanted to be inside your life or whatever that devastating line is yeah yeah, yeah. except oh. carrie has no reason to do that right she's got she's got big money she's right fine. and then carrie gets there and what does she say? What does she say that the, the what's the lead up to this? Well, you know, I wasn't sure, you know, you're having trouble with your app and the credit card was declined. And I, I just went, oh, my God, you didn't just do that. But she did. Cause she she's did. Carrie and Carrie's like, you know, are you going to judge him for let's say he is having financial problems. Are right. you going to judge him? Well, she might not judge him, but she wouldn't fuck him. Um, maybe I she would fuck him. She wouldn't. Maybe she, maybe she would fuck him. But it was like, what are you worried about? No, what are you worried about? Now, maybe she's worried someone's after her money because of the yeah. money that she has now. I don't, I don't know. But I just felt like, a, you don't ask something like that. You don't embarrass somebody like that. And and b, none of your fucking business. <laughs> right. And what makes you think you're entitled to that information? She tried very hard not to know when when it would have been appropriate for her to offer to pay. But once she's in this palatial apartment, she's like, so what's the deal with your money? (laughs) (laughs) Yep, pretty much. That's Carrie. Um, What else? Just the worst. That's why I actually really appreciated this this other character, because this Mm -hmm. dude, George, I, I think, responded to Carrie the way uh people in real life actually would yeah which is by screaming at her first <laughs> and then just responding incredulously to every ridiculous thing she does afterward right right um so let's go now the wexley's okay oh, so she he's... also claims she's over there one more thing of note i i have to mention she also claims she's over there to help him prepare his presentation yeah um, which she assumes is going to be typing for him, right? Nope. Uh, because dictation doesn't exist, Carrie. Yeah. Well, Carrie, aren't you a writer? Like, don't you know how to, do, like, all this stuff exists? I, I just didn't understand what she thought. And wh- whose laptop was that? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it was just God. materialized. It did. Um, yeah, that was just stupid. Why would you, that's just so not Carrie to offer to help somebody like that other than maybe she didn't want to get sued i don't know um but yeah we you knew that wasn't going to go anywhere they had no chemistry and i listen i think he's gorgeous 
but he is like a block of wood well i just think he's responding to carrie as anyone in that situation would short of making out with her which did end up happening yeah that was a stretch (laughs) yeah and i yeah i I think maybe also playing a tech guy he was like they're boring like they're dry at least the ones i know oh not always (laughs) what i mean they're dry or they're like total weirdos right Right, or they're like real interesting Uh (laughs) so all right so that that doesn't work seema hooks up with a guy from a bar he's in his 50s that doesn't work (laughs) what and that doesn't work the penis pump he uses a penis pump are you there yeah okay now i actually like that she said to carrie like hey it's gonna at our age it's gonna be something I did too. Yeah. I liked like, that. I thought yeah. it was very realistic. And I thought, you know, this isn't, you know, I'm sure there'll be a lot of people who say, oh, don't lower your standards and you're too high value and whatever. Uh, like, I, I, I think, I don't think she was settling. I don't think she was lowering her standards. I think she was being realistic. Well, she didn't she say as part of that same conversation, like, I usually have to get myself off anyway. Right right so i mean this is kind of like to me this shows growth in her character from where Mm -hmm. she just was right right where she was very eager to drop someone um and now it seems like she's uh yeah more more eager to take time to get to know someone tolerate inconveniences Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) and and maybe you know potentially appreciate someone's character and companionship yes maybe Um and then of course they have sex he gets off and like he's just ready to go to sleep and she's like are you fucking kidding me yeah he was not (laughs) he was not he was all offended that she was going to use a vibrator like oh i'm sorry stay mad right stay (laughs) mad bitch if one of us is gonna be mad it's gonna be you right right (laughs) And he's like not cool you're like 50 don't say that you know just typical he just didn't understand why she was frustrated he just didn't get it yeah that was kind of kind of strange too because as you mentioned like this dude in his 50s surely he's used to disappointing women yes yes oh wait a minute we didn't talk about the fact that george never married oh right oh god the way (laughs) the way (laughs) gary was like obviously eavesdropping just like fully leaning over at a 90 degree angle to stare at his phone mm-hmm. ma'am <laughs> you do not know this person what are you doing like mind your fucking business write a check or don't right but, like don't 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 just don't hover be who you are which is right. terrible right and in the way right but back to Seema. So the guy got very upset. His ego's all bruised. And that's just it. Like his ego's bruised because she's using a vibrator. Well, then do something. Do you understand why these were invented? There's a reason these were invented. Yeah. (laughs) You know? And that's to cure hysteria. (laughs) Thanks, Freud. Thanks, Freud. Um, but yeah, it's because you guys weren't doing your job. And because, uh, you know, sadly, our, the way our bodies were made, like, it, like from the from the get, um, sex has always been um, sort of made for men. 
not for women because I mean, of how our bodies are made. Yeah, like that area takes takes a takes a little more effort. I would say yes, yes it does. Uh, so he can kick rocks and yeah. leave, so he can go by. And isn't that always the way? Like I just said, like Sima was showing real character growth. She was like, "Let me give this dude a chance." Of right? course, he's a douche. Right? Right? Of course he is. <laughs> you know, like hey, you know what? Maybe I'll maybe my maybe my um, stylist was right, and you know I'm not. Maybe I should. Whatever. Like this is we do this all the time, and we're like, no, we shouldn't have done that. Never, never, never. I mean, I still don't think there's anything wrong with giving someone a chance once. You know, I but agree. You get one. Well, you get one. Yeah, and that's it. Yeah. Um, now let's go to Che and the whole thing with their <sighs> uh, their sitcom. That was so satisfying. That scene wasn't it? Because yeah, <laughs> because it was almost like the writers were um, like the, that focus group was the audience. Oh, show. for sure. I, I mean, right. I I hated myself for loving that scene. Yeah, because I, you know, it was so obvious that the writers were pandering to us. But like, honestly, it's about time. Yeah, who's the show for if not us? Right, pander to me, goddamn it. <laughs> right, and of course, being the narcissist that they are, uh, could not take the rejection. The ego so fragile. Oh, and then she. Um, excuse me and then they tell sato uh, miranda oh you know do you think uh, i could have a few you know, have the place to myself for a few days mm-hmm. and when they ever said how am i going to afford this place and when I, they ever said i'm 46 i was like whoa yeah. whoa whoa 46 years old you bought an apartment that you don't even know that you have the money for which in new york how the fuck are you doing that when you don't even That's know if question. you have income yeah like how are you doing that but 46 yeah no. how old did you think che was i thought che was in their late 30s early 40s oh. well i wasn't surprised to hear 46 honestly but yeah um but just the fact that they got the apartment and didn't know if they had the money it just really shows it just shows like the recklessness and the lack of thought and brings the people over to were they gaming were they watching tv i don't know what they were doing but they were loud and they were obnoxious and they didn't care that miranda miranda was sleeping and you know that's just what living with che is like it's it's just 24 7 che all the time yep (laughs) it's che's world and you're just living in it yep right i wasn't really fully on board with the um che as a narcissist uh theory until the focus group Mm mm-hmm because as you mentioned like the the narcissism makes it the case that che is just is just annihilated by this very fair and accurate criticism right, right. <laughs> of the show by the way not of not of che themselves mm-hmm. um but moreover i think uh now i'm convinced that che's character is a narcissist because only a narcissist wouldn't know that that show is not any good right <laughs> it's just not any fucking good it's nor is che funny like at all at all at all and i went back to that scene from last season when they say to miranda jesus i thought you were in an open marriage mm-hmm. 
the shock on their face, the utter shock. But see, this is happening a lot with this season where people are pointing out like Harry said, oh, my mother died 10 years ago. But we know that he said that 20 years ago that his mother was dead. Yeah, there's a lot of continuity errors. (laughs) And then but here's a continuity error just from like this season. Yeah. Where Lisa Wexley says something about her father. Oh, it was last year. Something about her father. She's like, oh, I was saying when my father died. And then this year they bring in the father. But that's a good point. Huh, yeah. You know? Wow, they're really phoning it in. <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. It's happening all the time now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Now, maybe with Che, it was a little intentional because with Che, it's never, you know, if, if anybody else does it, it's wrong. But when Che does it, there's always an excuse. Right. Or, But yeah, they're doing, there's a lot of continuity stuff going on. I mean, that is how I, that is, that was what I thought initially this season when we found out that Shay had previously been married. Mm-hmm. I thought for sure that was a major continuity error right. just because of Shay's response to finding out Miranda was married. Right. Yeah. Just, what are you doing? What's going on here? They're just phoning it in. Phoning it in. Ugh, I don't, I just don't know. And then Harry and Charlotte, I don't care. I don't care. I really don't either. Um, <laughs> they're they're trying to make her family interesting. I'm I'm so sorry. It's they're not, not like it's just not. It's just a functional, loving family, right? Um, next, right? I just I don't <laughs> care. Uh, yeah. And and that's really it. And just like that, that's it. <laughs> that's uh, pretty much all that happened. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. What do you think we're gonna see, Aiden and Samantha? I think Aiden's coming in the next couple episodes. Samantha won't be till the end. I thought Aiden might have been on that bike. Oh, Jesus. No, he, w- he would have seen Carrie. He would have recognized Kara. Carrie. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Um, She's not wearing right. her hair curly anymore. Have you noticed that? That's the old curly. That's the old Carrie, I mean. She's only curling the front pieces now. Mm-hmm like it's mostly straight yeah all right follow us on instagram at datology pod follow me on instagram at the kristen m t-h-e-c-h-r-i-s-t-a-n-m mighty network this is where we do the zoom sessions the check-in sessions for our members you get a private forum where you can discuss private dating issues you can post content uh, dating related content or really any kind of content that you want to discuss get feedback and advice and get some laughs and get support the the link will be in the episode description or in the post uh submit your questions go to the website datologycoach.com uh and click ask a question or submit it to hello at datologycoach.com now uh my character analysis go to my new Substack characteranalysis.substack.com I just finished a post about uh, the similarities between Ted Bundy and Brian Koberger who's the Idaho 4 suspect and when I tell you that they're creepy and I think that uh, this is a lot of stuff is starting to fall into place uh, so yeah and it's a free article so just go to characteranalysis.substack.com to read it yeah and follow me on TikTok at Datology Coach and follow me on TikTok at my character analysis uh i have a question kristen sure 
And it's it's also asked um, collectively by the uh, the writers at New York Magazine who do the the follow ups mm-hmm. to and just like that. Mm-hmm. Here's my question: Is Miranda broke or what? What's going on there? <laughs> Money wise, well, no. She said I have to go to class. So she can clearly afford class. Uh huh. So um, so here's here's what they're saying though, right? It. It just makes no sense that she's in a two-bedroom apartment in Brooklyn. What was mm-hmm. the point of moving to Brooklyn, right? Like, no one no one can square the amount of money she very likely made as a partner in Big Law for however many years mm-hmm. uh, versus the constraints the writers are telling us she's under now. Like, why? Why? <laughs> She quit her job at, at, during the second movie. That oh, was I know. 10 years ago. Right. But she would have been pulling down seven figures. And I understand that doesn't go as far in New York, right, as mm-hmm. Minnesota or whatever. But, mm-hmm. um, and just like that, it doesn't make sense. Make it make sense. Well, uh, probably a lot of her finances are like tied up with Steve. Okay. It's also being speculated that she's uh, she's trying to preserve a little nest egg for Brady's college and Brady after college because, mm-hmm. like, clearly he's not going to be able to support himself. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know what the what the financial situation is. I think I do think I, I had this argument on TikTok once. I felt like um, Steve, you know, he was sort of the breadwinner at that point. Like over the last however many years with the bar, with the bar she wasn't yeah. she wasn't working. Yeah. Well, it it just you know I think we all have questions, and and the questions really we don't get to talk about this either. So anyone who's still listening, I have another I have another thought about and just like that this this week, team nobody with Miranda and Che's living situation, right. Stop trying to force this. Chase stays up late. Miranda gets up early. Right. Stop sleeping over. Right. The end. The end. You don't have to stay over to no. have a healthy romantic relationship. No. At all. You don't have and to wh- sleep in the same room even. But That's also, not working no, either. I think Miranda's doing it because she doesn't want to sleep on the couch. Well, I think she's doing it because she's needy and she doesn't want to leave Che alone. Right? Maybe. Maybe. And don't forget, uh, my dog needs a dad. They now yeah. have my my mo- dog needs a mom. Or yeah, my dog needs a mom. They have summer merchandise out, tanks, uh, crop tops, stickers, all kinds of stuff. They're out there. They just haven't found you yet. Help them find you. Go to um, go to mydogneedsadad.com. Use the code Datology to save twenty percent off all your orders. Just put the message out there and the universe will respond. I believe that. Mm-hmm. All righty. I wonder how the pair ring is going for folks too. Yep. Yeah, follow up. Let us know. Yeah, yeah follow up. Uh, okay, Bog Witches, value your time. Goodbye. Bye.